Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Praise the Lord. There's a place that you're going to hear that line over and over again. Walk into a high church one Sunday morning and you will hear some grand hymns being pelted out, accompanied by the powerful strains of the organ and the choral music of the singers. Praise the Lord. Or you might be of evangelical persuasion, and so you might stop at the Baptist church nearby, and the congregation is gladly singing, Praise my soul, the King of heaven. The sweet sentiments of praise to God fills the room, and there is a joy that links the worshiping hearts one with the other. That might not be your speed, so you go up to the local Pentecostal church. Here there is pulsating music led by the enthusiastic youth on drums and the guitars and the keyboard in harmony with a team of singers leading the congregation in a festival of delightful worship. The leader will lead the congregation in reciting praise the Lord over and over again. And you hear that line and the congregation responds with vibrant enthusiasm. The place is rocking with hand clapping, foot stomping, dancing, and the atmosphere is electric. There is a place for different styles of worship, but you cannot deny that whatever your preference, there is one thing that every child of God can engage in. It is the invitation. Come, let us praise the Lord. Today, I invite you to join with me in checking out Psalm 103, one that is believed to have come from the pen of King David. Praise the Lord, a sentimental statement, a chant of the soul, a theme of the heart that has been redeemed, the expression of ultimate gratitude. It speaks of your history, long ago or recent. It tells the story of your relationship with Jesus. It is the go-to for songwriters and poets. It is something that you cannot overdo and you cannot replace. It is timeless and precious. We have lots to praise the Lord for. When you say praise the Lord, you are engaging in a form of adulation of the King of Kings, the Creator. God is great and he is worthy to be praised. You cannot do without him. And so it doesn't take a lot of persuasion to get you to join David in this transparent psalm of praise. It speaks for me and undoubtedly for you as well. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and passion, who satisfy your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Come on, my friend. We cannot wait for Sunday to roll around to praise the Lord. When you're in church, the leader does not have to work hard to get you to say praise the Lord because what God did for you when he saved you is something that we should celebrate every day. You should not apologize for praising God over and over again for salvation. The woman who has been redeemed, the man who has been set free, the person who has found eternal life, that person cannot or should not stop praising the Lord. When I think about Jesus and what he has done for me, when I think about Jesus and how he sets me free, my heart is 
rejoicing and my lips sing his praises. And like David, I can call on my soul, my inner self, my whole being to join in singing that age old statement, praise the Lord. Just now I can hear the little lady in her Sunday best. She's not someone of great means, but she runs to the house of the Lord with singing and into his courts with praise. Don't be surprised if she's sitting next to you and you hear her say, excuse me while I praise the Lord. (laughs) It's not entertainment. It is not rhetorical. She is talking about the Big one, she is saved. Or across the aisle, another voice rings out. When I think about Jesus and what he has done for me, when I think about Jesus and how he sets me free, I just want to dance all day. There's nothing quite like that moment of excitement in church or the overjoyed soul who greets you outside of church with praise the Lord. In this psalm, David elaborates on the love of God. Are you looking for something to move you to say praise the Lord? Look no further, my friend, the love of God. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he arbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, So the Lord has compassion on those who fear him, for he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. Remember, David is praising the Lord. That is his preoccupation in this psalm. So he turns towards God and says, I am going to praise you outside of myself. This time it is not about me, but about him. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. The man is not playing. The king of Israel is keeping it real. On this day, I have lots of reasons to praise the Lord and to do so with all my heart. I close with the universal invitation, one that comes to you regardless of who you are, what you have been through and where you are going. The volume of Psalms ends with these immortal words. Let Everything that has breath, praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord.